Hi, and welcome back. On today's show, we are starting with a chocolate pumpkin muffin. That's right. And then Mark is planning to share a song with us, and we all look forward to that. We're going to talk about the moral dilemma of lawsuits, and then we're going to head right back into Paranormal Corner. So stick around, because it's coming right up. And welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jana. And what kind of food do we have today? Well, looky there. Look at that artistic plate there. It's fantastic. I Got hope you picture took pictures. For you. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Yep. <laughs> I like to get artsy. Yeah. So my cats don't appreciate it when I serve their food like this. So <laughs> hopefully you appreciate it more, Mark. They don't care at all. <laughs> no, they don't care. This is fantastic looking. This I mean, looks like I've, I went to a high-end uh, uh, cupcake shop I've made a quinelle of cream I, cheese. Wait, you did a what? A quinelle. That's the little little bloop of cream cheese but it's it's hard to make it a fancy bloop but it's called a quenelle you go back and forth on the spoons till you get kind of a football shape but it's hard with whipped cream cheese but it's the general shape of a football well, i liked it until you called it a quenelle 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 That's... i think that was the uh african-american girl sat behind me in my math class you didn't go there quenelle so you know what? Actually, I know the if my fraction. so I have a sister, y'all. Some of you already know this, um, named Anel. Now she had been a twin. Her twin could be Quinell. Quinell. <laughs> Anel and Quinell. <laughs> By the way, did you know that um, my name? I think it's in Irish. It, it's uh, or no, it's not my name. It's just that it's. I think that my mom was channeling the Irish name Flana, and it means red-haired one. Really? So instead of naming me Jana, they should have named me Flana. Interesting. Uh, yes. All right. So back to dessert. Oh, wait. Now I'm now I'm all a word origin interested. But, Red-haired. But there one. is food. Yeah, go, go, I'm thinking of flan. I wonder if that has any origin to the word flannel. Or when you think flan. Of, I'd like to think dessert. When you think except of, I hate flan. When it's flan. flan. That's, you can hate flan all you want. But flan <laughs> is great. Flan but is flannel. Ju- usually. 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 <laughs> We're and, punchy. There's chocolate in the room. That's right. I, I can smell it. It's it having an effect on me. Flannel, usually you think of that as red True. and black striped and stuff like right. that. So I wonder if there's a connection there. It's like a flannel. We are going is completely off topic. This was not even on our flannel. It, in fact, in fact, since we're going off topic, let me just do one last thing. Okay. Before we started the show, we were goofing off, you know, doing our mic check and everything. We were talking about <laughs> game shows, and Jana was trying to come up with a game show uh, joke or something anyway. And I had a question for her, and I said, save it for the show. So she brought up a Wheel of Fortune and who the host of Wheel of Fortune was. And I said, do you know who the original host of Wheel of Fortune was? And right. you guessed. You, you pictured the, the host that made the show more famous than anyone yes. else. Yes, Which was. But I thought that you were maybe hedging that it was someone else. But yes, the only one that I know of is Pat Sajak. Right. And so before Pat, the original. How the long original, ago? Approximately. Oh, my gosh. Approximately. It had to be in the 80s. I'm maybe too young. Even, maybe, even, <laughs> <laughs> maybe even the 70s. Really? When did Wheel of Fortune start? Peter. Wow. Peter. There is a game show host with the name Peter. Yes. Not Gabriel. <laughs> not um, <laughs> Piper. I don't know. Well, now I now you got me Rabbit. thinking of that. Peter. Wow, this is a whole different show than we have written down on paper. Uh, the original host, and you will know who he was because she also said, well, would I know who he is? You're going to know exactly who he is. There's no doubt you know who he is. And he was known for game hosting. Well, he's yeah. known for hosting. Okay. But he started a diff- different show Merv that Griffin. became very popular. No. Mike Douglas. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Johnny Carson. <laughs> the original host of Wheel of Fortune. By the way, Vanna White was the original. Oh, so she's I think she was always been, been a on. fixture. The original host, and I know there's people out listening right now that are shouting it, Chuck Woolery. Ooh, he was always a hottie to me. Chuck Woolery was the original host of the original I follow, Wheel of Fortune. We follow him on Twitter. <laughs> Snack a little follows him. All right, well, now I've smelled all this chocolate. Let's get to By our food way, segment. <laughs> okay, so this is a little bit different. This is actually is flourless this? pumpkin chocolate muffin. Wow. And I have not tried the recipe before. <laughs> wow. But I tried one after they cooked because I wanted to know, do I really want to serve this? To me, they're a little <laughs> they're a little dry because you also don't use cooking oil like you would with, with a lot of muffins. 
Instead, you're using pumpkin puree and a little bit of nut butter. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, are you sure that's not what this quinelle is? <laughs> Pretty sure. Or that better not be somebody's nut butter. a little dehydrated. It's in the shape, it's in the shape of, I'm just saying, <laughs> if you had two that's... of them side by side, I oh, think you'd cut someone not... open. Okay, I thought, never mind. It's getting a little too seedy, what I thought. I didn't know that you Seedy. <laughs> Why are you, you turning red a little else? bit? <laughs> uh, so I think that the cream cheese and probably you could try honey or something like that. And maybe you can just sort of like drag the, the cupcake into the chocolate syrup dots. All right, well, but I'm, pe- I think, I'm peeling your cupcake uh, which is adorable, paper off it. That cupcake paper, that is thick I know, isn't it awesome paper? paper? Yeah. Is this reusable? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could reuse it. I might not. Wow. I know, it's great. Um but ideally, cut it in half with your fancy knife. Okay. Is that what the <laughs> and, plan is? Cut it in half. Okay. And then put the cream cheese in I've the middle. I've extracted it from that. Pa- that is thick cupcake paper. Yes, they're great. I think wow. that it'd be great to use these for. And, oh, and... wait a minute. Yes. He's smelling the cupcake I'm smelling paper. the cupcake paper. I'm... Yes. Is there like cinnamon involved? There is cinnamon. Ah. By the way, it's been decided. Okay. Another story that has nothing to do. We didn't discuss this on the show. Okay. So I cleaned a place in the kitchen and I'm just getting rid of a lot of, getting rid of, a lot of crap and making it more organized. What I found is, okay, first of all, I have a crap ton of tea, which I don't even drink it that much, but I know people who do and people give it to me. Well, I found this beautiful tea canister. The tea is called Hot Cinnamon Sunset. And I've decided I'm keeping that. I don't even care what it tastes like. I want that, that to be like my superpower name. Superpower. Superpower hero lady name or my porn <laughs> name or my stripper name. I'm Hot Cinnamon Sunset. All right. Well, I'm going to finally, this far into the show, eat something yes. in our snack segment. This is warm. Did you reheat this or is nope, this still nope. from the original? They're- I baked wow. them this morning, Mark. Wow. Yep. This is a treat. So you can go ahead and try it without the cream cheese, but I think personally, I think mm. I would like it better with the cream cheese. Or with like some pumpkin butter, which I don't have. And room temperature milk, because there's chocolate involved. I love room temperature milk. Mark does love the room temperature mm. milk. Wow. So no flour. You know how I got that texture so that it seems flourish? That's weird. Yeah, I'm I'm afraid to ask. Just oats. Regular oats. I can taste the oats. And you guys, the great thing about this recipe is everything went into the blender. It's pumpkin puree, a couple of eggs, and then the oats and vanilla and yada yada, a little bit of almond butter, Um, and and the chocolate chips. And I used Mark's Trader Joe's chocolate chips just for you. So they may not wait, look wait, as no, no, wait. they may not look as what, what's on top. These are chocolate chunks. Well, yes, they are chocolate chunks. You're right. Sorry, but it is Trader Joe's version. Okay, because well, I like the chunks, chunks better. You, re- I do. Why am I even sitting next? It's to this it's person? more chocolate per <laughs> per capita. <laughs> it's just more chocolate. Yeah, it's more chocolate. Well, now you have me rethinking that. It's more chocolate. I don't. I yeah. I the Trader Joe's chocolate chunks. I even when they're out of chocolate chips, I don't reach for the chocolate chunks. Oh. I would rather, when they're out of chocolate chips, I will actually go to a uh, another store and get Ghirardelli or something like that instead. Because? The chocolate chunks are no su- substitute for that. Oh, my heck. It's the same thing. No, it's, it's not the same thing. It's a different shape. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, now we got to do it. Let me put that in the notes for a taste <laughs> test on a thing. The difference between the chocolate chips and the chocolate chunks, it's a difference. They're, okay. they're two different two different things. If you say so. Well, I like this. It's very it's chewy. Yes, it is. Um, it's almost like a fudgy brownie kind of a thing. That with that you can certainly taste the oats. And you, and I don't you, know that I taste the pumpkin though. Well, I think that's the point, maybe, but I'm not sure right? because she didn't necessarily say, "Oh, you're not even going to tell that there's pumpkin." It could be that that is the point because it's a way of having a moist-ish uh, muffin without a lot of oil. <laughs> Because they're very dense. So some things are light and moist and some things are dense. And ladies, and if you've ever had a moist muffin without a lot of oil. <laughs> That's the way to go. Take your, your, be thankful, I guess. <laughs> All 
All right. Well, I'm waiting for you to take a bite out of your I'm licking muffin. the cream cheese off of my Okay. Knife. Well, why don't you, you want to, well, no, I'm waiting for you so I can get one of my fantastic pictures okay, of you And thank you eating. for that. Me looking always like I'm ready to be thrown into the gray. <laughs> oh I'm always yellowish gray. Yeah. It's a terrible, terrible lighting situation it we have. The studio is set up for audio. It's only on my side. Yeah, it is. A, the studio okay. is set up for audio, not, so not for... cream cheese. I'm going to drag it through the chocolate. Okay. We'll do that because... No, that's all right. We'll let you do that. So there's Janet <laughs> going through her eating of the muffin. Mm. It's actually pretty good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, take some of the quenelle of uh, cream cheese and I'll spread mm. it on. And you know what? They're not too sweet. You know what? It's hard to spread on the muffin after I took a bite in it because it's kind of, it's falling apart. It's not bonded together I like I would think. I've um, given you a uh, fork. Sorry. That's all right. So... <laughs> So they are moist. Actually, you know what? They taste better after they've sat for a few. I mean, they tasted good to me, but everything kind of just comes together. So it called for whatever, whatever. I think it was a, I don't know, whatever amount of the chocolate chips. But you blend, all of this goes into the blender and you just blend it all. Well, it blended them and I wanted to have little chunks in there too. So I added some extra chunklet, chunk, chunklet chips and also the ones on the top just so that you know what I you're I think getting. you just came up with a great new brand name. Chunklet. Chunklet chips. You're right. Don't anybody take no, that. No, don't ours. get that. I got to get that domain before we put this podcast <laughs> Hurry up, on. Mark. Chunklet okay, hold chips. on you guys because we're going to take care of that right now. <laughs> uh, so we're going to post this recipe on the snack a little page on facebook by the way you guys you can go to instagram facebook and twitter at snack a little we love it when you comment on uh pictures anything that you have an opinion on and we also love it when you call us on the dedicated listener line that's right dedicated listener line we have a listener line you can call in and leave a message it is 909-572-0278 dun 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 <laughs> all right so well, that was great generally speaking I so that. would you add nuts I, I, I would say no. would you add nuts <laughs> no, no no nuts don't belong in something this delicious and you get enough of the chocolate to know that there that it's a chocolate experience oh this is this is like a fu- good fudgy brownie and it tastes a little bit healthy and you, yeah so it is so much better for you guys so we will post the recipe because like i said you're just making nut flour basically or not nut flour <laughs> Sorry, nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Oat flour. (laughs) And you're just blending it all in the blender. Wow. Poured it into the cups, baking it, boom, done. Well, I I could sit here and eat the whole rest of it, but then I won't be able to talk. We got things to do. So we got stuff to talk about. Right. So, uh, well, first of all, before we get into the music that I want to present you with, uh, we haven't talked about you in a while about uh, you returned to work. After your, because you were, Jenna, uh-huh. <laughs> Jenna had an illness for a while. We've mm-hmm. certainly talked about it on the show and everything about her uh, kidney stone problem and stuff like that. And she's uh, returned to work. Yep. So uh, how's it been returning to work? And have you increased your water intake and worked hard on that? I certainly have, Mark. I've been, I've been doing much better with the water situation. And I actually kind of enjoy it now. Not, I mean, I still have to remind myself to eat plenty, but I actually enjoy it. Um, I know that I can always do better, though, when it comes to... <sighs> I really need to do better with hydrating, especially because it still doesn't feel like fall, although our evenings are cooling off better. But um, I, would think, I would think that having the two months off work issue that you had, that you would be like, you know what, I'm going to... I, I'm doing, be... I'm doing much better. But right. do I think, am I drinking 64 or more ounces a day? No, I'm I'm somewhere between 32 and 64, I would say. And actually, um, I crave it more, whereas before I didn't. I didn't recognize thirst. Now I know that I'm thirsty and I drink it. And I have even found myself, even though I have other options here, I have crystal light. I found myself not wanting to flavor the water so I enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. I just want some water. And that's Good. not normal for me. So yeah. going back to work, though, was difficult. I came back to work and I had 70 past due jobs. And um, so uh, if you were a fly sitting in my car, you'd be getting an earful of four-letter words because <laughs> that's not okay. Uh, 
Um, and and my supervisor and one of the other supervisor told, told supervisors told me you're never allowed to leave again. Of course, they were <laughs> sort of kidding. Um, some people say, well, that's job security. Right. It would be nice. We hope. Yeah. In yeah. today's how things are right now, everything is so uncertain. Who knows? I don't know. Right. Right. Agreed. But in some ways, it does feel good to be get back um, and moving again. Um, just being out there and moving and sweating. I've lost a little bit of weight. I'm feeling uh, a little bit better, but I do tire out. I do things in the kitchen and I, I feel it. Well, that's because you're old. Is that it? <laughs> oh. All right. So let's let's get on to uh, let's uh, do my it. music. Yep. So this is a song that I want to play for you. And Jana has no idea what, what I'm going to play, but oh. it's a song that, uh, you know what? I uh, didn't do the research on when it came out. This came out in the 70s, seven, late 70s, early 80s, uh, late 70s. And you may be familiar with it. So uh, let me play a little bit of it right now. So now you're familiar with this song. I am. Right? And yeah. you remember when it came out? The year? I don't know. Well, about. I might have been a freshman. I don't know. I, I, I didn't source the year. Oh, okay. But. That's when I can remember being aware of it, whether that's the year or not. So who sang it? Aerosmith. And what's the song about? Uh, Do you know ball. what the song's about? Or, I mean, not a ball. Sorry, I'm just still thinking about balls and nuts. Hold on. Well, I know what it seems like he's singing about. She just loved my big 10-inch. Rack it up my favorite blues. So you don't know say, what it's is about. It's a double entendre, so it is. It is. Okay. And it's about the big ten inch record. That's okay. the name. That was the name of the song on the album. That's how records were in the back in the day, folks. Little kids. And do you know? Do you know why? Why they were ten inches? Well, actually, I don't know why they were ten inches. <laughs> but the difference between a ten inch record and the LPs that we grew up with for a single for records. No, but I mean, is no, it, it wasn't is a it, single. It the single wasn't. It wasn't ten inch. No, I guess that wouldn't be. Hmm. The, the confused look on Janice. So, the big. I mean, I never record... measured one. Okay. <laughs> so, I and I don't know what the purpose would be for the different. So back sizes. in the day, and this is uh, for you young folks out here who know nothing about records. That, you know, except that I guess now albums are actually coming back right now. The uh, regular they? LP, yeah, they've outsold CDs. But then again, people don't buy CDs because everyone does digital downloads. So. Anyway, uh, the 10-inch records is what the records used to be before they were the albums or the singles that we're familiar with. They're actually about two or three times as thick as the albums that you know of. And they were actually the speed they ran at. Because how? what was the speed of the single records? 33. No, the singles. 45. 45. Oh, okay, okay, 45 okay. RPM, revolutions gotcha. per minute. And then the other was the 33 and a third. Those were for the albums. Do you remember what, usually on old record players that we grew up with, they had three speeds on them. 45 was for the singles. Mm -hmm. 33 and a third was for the albums. Do you remember what the other one was? I don't. I don't think we ever had anything it that we played. It was 78. So you know what? 76 was in my mind, so I guess sort right. of. It's 78 that. RPM. That's why when you switched that, everything sounded like it was mm -hmm. chipmunks because it played everything faster. The 78 RPM records were the 10-inch records. The, the, the big 10-inch records. We used to. I used to have to put a penny on the arm of our well, the arm for the record player, right? For the needle, it, the arm yeah. for the needle to keep it down so it wouldn't yep. skip around, yep. right? And then by doing that, of course, you're wearing the groove deeper and deeper. I mean, eventually. I just only dreamt about this because I'm too young to know. <laughs> but I think that, that back there in this other life. <laughs> Big 10-inch record of the band that plays the blues. 
she just loves my big ten inch. Reckon I'm a Now, do you know where the song comes from? It is not an Aerosmith song. Really? Did they cover this? It comes from 1955-ish. Were they being this all is a novelty sexy song. back in the 50s like this? This is a novelty song by a guy. His name is Bull Moose Jackson. Bull Moose, you naughty, naughty And Bull boy. Moose Jackson was uh, uh, recording, for, he actually was a band member. Uh, he, he was born, this is according to Wikipedia, he was born April 22nd, 1919 in Cleveland, Ohio. And in the 40s, he was a band in, in you know, a, a musician in a band. And at some kind of show in Texas, he began singing because he had to stand in for uh, the lead singer for one of the things. Anyway, he was known for what they called, uh, hold on, let me see what I have here, the Dirty Blues. Because he would do... I mean, he did jump blues, which is, you know, the jump, mm-hmm, jive, mm-hmm. and whale kind of a thing that yep. we're familiar with. But the dirty blues, because he did a couple of songs like this. Oh, that's so weird. And You, you and, know, I think of of, uh, of music uh, being, being dirtier <laughs> and being um, more accepted and, you know, out there in the open as right. being something that's like from, I don't know, from the 70s on or something. I think of everything from the 60s back being cleaner and not really... Having suggestive lines. I need to do a little more research on that because I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Well, when Big Ten Inch Record came out, obviously it was a big thing. You were in high school, excuse me, in high school, and it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. But you know what? I was in theater in high school. Yes. And in that group was a friend who was uh, into old records Mm -hmm. and old novelty records and stuff. In fact, he used to write his own songs and send them into the Dr. Demento show. And they'd, he'd play them on oh, the air. Oh, that's very cool. So because of that connection, that's where I learned. This was actually, I knew way back then, this was a redo of an old novelty song. For those who don't know who do, who Dr. Demento is, he had a radio show here, uh, at least in the States. Right. I don't know if he was known internationally. Yeah, I don't know about that either. He was, he was known for doing uh, novelty. He had a novelty record show. Yeah. He actually originated here in Los Angeles. He had it every Sunday night. The Dr. Demento show, but he also ended up being syndicated across the nation. And he played, he was the one who made Weird Al Yankovic. I was going to say, you have to think that Weird Al had to have been influenced by what he might have heard from Dr. Demento. Right. And Weird Al started off on Dr. Demento. So that gives uh, you an idea, people, if you're familiar with Weird Al Yankovic then you might be familiar with what might be played on a Dr. Demento or even the name Dr. Demento. I don't think that was his real name. No, but you know what? Dr. Demento, he's actually, we're going way off our topic. (laughs) We're we're on the same subject. Yeah. In in the Beat It video, uh, Dr. Demento's photo is actually on the wall. Wait, Beat It or Eat It? Eat It. Okay. Eat It. Yeah, I'm sorry. That Uh, would be cool, though. (laughs) (laughs) The Dr. Demento's photo is actually on the wall behind Weird Al as as an homage to Dr. Demento. And there's a little nod to Eddie Van Halen. Eddie, rest in peace. We love you. Uh, So, Bull Moose Jackson, this is his version, which was the original version. He actually didn't write write the song, but he did record it. And yes, it is a double entendre song, but this was back from the uh, mid-1950s. Got me the strangest woman, believe me this chick's no cinch, but I really get her going. When I take out my big 10-inch record of the band that plays the blues. I love this. The band that it's plays great. the blues. She just loves my You can actually hear the lyrics better. Right. Except for when I'm talking blues. over them. <laughs> See, this is the musical part that you would talk over. Right. This is the, this is the time to talk. Right. Wait till the next, uh, you know, refrain comes up. Oh, that's... Listen to that. Isn't it great stuff? Yeah. I, I like this one much better. I think I do too. Last night I tried to tease her. I gave her a little pinch. But she said, now stop that jiving and get out that big, big 10, 10 inch record of the band that played the blues. <laughs> it's so great. Well, the band that played the blues. She just loves my big 10 inch record of my favorite blues. I cover her with kisses. When we're in a love with clinch, clinch, and when she gets all excited, she begs for my big tears. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Uh, yeah. She 
Yeah, he's talking about a record. Uh, this is so great. Record. And, and the thing is, is it because of this, because you can hear the lyrics so clear, to me, this is a better song because Steven Tyler like, there, hey, there's a time and a place, though, for that voice. I agree. Okay. All right. I'm a big fan. My gal don't go for smoking and liquor just makes her flinch. See, she just goes for nothing except my big 10 inch. Wow. Well, the band is playing. That is so great. She just loves my big 10 inch. Record of her favorite Bull wow. Moose there Jackson. There you go, Mr. Jackson. Now, he, he did another song, and I'm going to play just a little bit of it, uh, called I Want a Bow-Legged Woman. Because oh. he did a couple of novelty songs, and according to Wikipedia, I, I wasn't familiar with this song, but Wikipedia had it listed, so I thought I'd uh, I mean, do it. Where, where your it, mind is taken it's, with It's relatively cleaner, means. but uh, but back to the, the Big Ten Inch song that he did, mm-hmm. that was not, they did not release that necessarily as a single because you couldn't play that on the radio back then or anything like that. But they would play it in their in their shows, according to Wikipedia. Okay. But, oh. but they just didn't, you know, okay. wasn't, was not a. Uh, so people were release. a little, you know, clutching their pearls, right? Exactly. More so than they. So this is this is in today. the middle of, of his song. This is a, the uh, I want a bow legged woman, and this is he with his band, uh, which is his Buffalo Bearcats is what they're called. So here we go. He wants a bow legged woman. Yeah. He wants a bow legged woman. I'll fall in love with her right from the start Because the big fat legs are so far apart He wants a bow-legged woman Divine A bow-legged woman, that's fine <laughs> She don't have to be no glamour girl But she's gotta have hoops like an old beer bear Gotta be Whoops. on my way To find a bow-legged woman today She's got to have hoofs like an old a bear? big bear. <laughs> Do bears have hoofs? It it. This song actually, listen, it's, it's actually a lot more music than it is uh, So he wants a bow-legged there. woman with big feet. I guess so. And big fat legs. Big fat legs. <laughs> and just the music and stuff. To me, this is just great stuff. Like I say, this this song is that that was basically the bow legged woman part of it. I found a bow legged woman last night. Oh. And man, she was really alright. She had a solid straddle. When she came into battle, so- solid straddle. I jumped dead in the huh? saddle. You couldn't <laughs> hear a rattle, and there wasn't nobody there to run and tattle. Gotta be on my naughty, way. naughty. <laughs> Joe. Joe, right? I say, my woman with big <laughs> oh. And that was Bull Moose Jackson. Bull Moose. I was thinking Joe Jackson. No. Wrong. There you go. Bull Moose Jackson and uh, was the original uh, recording artist Bull, for Big Ten you Inch. Naughty, naughty, and I, naughty. I'm glad that you did not know that because I know boy. that some people are familiar with this Aerosmith song that know the origins but there you go had no idea yeah wow i might have to add that to my spotify the uh <laughs> the original? jackson version yeah yeah, yeah that was yeah, great like great stuff lot. great stuff uh cool are we done are we gonna finish off aerosmith no that was it okay i was done with aerosmith okay I, no don't get me wrong about, i like aerosmith yeah it was, it was about the origins of that and song the big 10 inch wreck it right right all right mark yes I'd like to know what you think about people who sue um, either individuals or businesses, uh, corporations. Do you think that there's any place for um, stepping back and thinking about your moral obligations? And I'm going to give an example. Okay, uh, please do. You know what? We could probably give a lot of examples, but something that comes to mind is um, back in the, I want to say it's the mid 80s. There was a woman who says that she found a rat or a mouse head in her meal at a, at a local restaurant, a very popular local restaurant. In fact, the person um, owned several 
uh, Chinese restaurants. And one was a nightclub, I think, at least one. Um, the attorney who I happened to work for at the time was suing all of the other companies or the other restaurants as well, as well as the person himself. Really? So you're saying that she found a... a she says that she's found a um, rodent A head rodent head in her food in her at food. one of the restaurants, but you, the attorney that you worked for, or, well, took, is the yes. attorney, yes. sued all the restaurants uh, in the, the chain. The, the individual as well as all of his restaurants, not wow. just the one where she says that she found the rodent. And they went for, you know... Um, uh, what's it called? They went for, you know, t- the t- trauma. Or, oh, right, right. Yeah. Emotional. Uh, Distress. Damage. Yeah. yeah. And at that time, I was bothered by that because I'm thinking, how, how, what gives a person the right? Why do they have a right to sue every one of those restaurants and to sue the individual? Um, why? And why, what is, what's that going to do? Is that going to like make you feel better for the rest of your life? If you actually experienced some kind of emotional duress, really, a a million dollars or so is going to make that all better. And so I just wonder, and let's say again, if uh, let's say you take your dog to the vet and somebody else's dog bites your dog, wouldn't you think that the person would just sue for the vet bill to take care of your dog? And some people go for more. And so I just think, don't we have a moral obligation, even though we might see dollar signs when there's an attorney that says, well, we can get you more. Yeah. Well, see, that's a tough thing about nowadays is people are greedy. I agree with you. I I think that you should go for the damages to rectify the situation. But then again, how do you... I, this see this is the gray area that gets into and this is what makes our legal system completely ridiculous in my opinion on on a lot of things mm-hmm. like this is that you know how much is how much do you pay for emotional damage right you know and it's like well look we have emotional damage our entire lives well, things happen to us life, that we have no control it? over and that's what right. life is about but to try to put a dollar figure on that and, and it's like i you know, I don't know. I just, I, I agree. I think it's unfair, but th- you were working for the attorney, so you're culpable. <laughs> I was working for the attorney. <laughs> how much, do you know how much money they got? I don't remember. You don't, I don't remember? remember okay. what she I, I don't remember. I was out she, of town. She did all right for herself. Time. But it's like, that, that's, I, I agree. It's a money grab. Uh, the thing about the dog, for instance, mm-hmm. and I don't know the details of this, but I have a friend of mine that maybe we'll get her on the show one of these days, but she is a, uh, dog trainer and actually has been on television and stuff like that. I, But one of her dogs, she had backstage at a television show because they were bringing, you know, trained dogs on. Mm-hmm. And one of the other trained dogs attacked her dog and took its eye out. Oh. It lost an eye. That sucks. <laughs> now, this is one of her dogs that she has in her little zoo of dogs that yeah. was a moneymaker for mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. And now it has lost its eye. Now, it has worked on other jobs and got more money because of that. Or not because of that, but I don't even know how much. Because people like working with one-eyed dogs. <laughs> That's right. I don't even, you know, now I'm trying I'm not, to think. I don't even know sorry. if she, how much money That's she got funny. from that. But, uh, or what compensation she got. But, you know, that's uh, over a vet bill, I would think, in that situation. If that dog is part of your income. I agree. You would have to sue for over the vet bill. Sure. To a certain extent, I do agree with that, you right. know. Um, I, and I don't, you know what, there are some cases that I don't know. I mean, okay, so you know what, so somebody sued McDonald's once because they spilled hot coffee in right, their lap they and they won. Right, they spilled hot and they got millions of dollars. And it's ridiculous. And, right. Uh, here's an example, though. On the other hand, the people, other people will say, yeah, but she had third degree burns on her legs and her skin and she had to go through skin grafts and, and she, she had to do this, that, and the other coffee. thing. coffee. Here's an example, though, of where I feel a little differently. Think about the O.J. Simpson case. Okay. There is the, um, help me out here. There's the trial, the one that we all got to watch on TV. Right. But then there was the um, civil. Right, the civil trial. The civil trial. And I believe, so he was found not guilty in the original trial that we watched. The civil one, I think he was found guilty and he was told that he had to pay. Because there is a burden of proof was different in a civil trial. They had to pay Nicole Brown Simpson's family and probably Ron Goldman's family a lot of money, too. Right. I don't think he had a lot of money to to 
be to ha- to be had. No. I don't know if they've actually. I should have and looked if this he did, up, but they got I only rid of just it. thought about this. But in that case, listen, I know they found him um, not guilty in one of the two trials, but I watched enough of that trial. I watched enough of that trial. We know what really. Happened. We all watched that trial. <laughs> we, we know what happened. Yeah, we know OJ did it. Yeah, and so in that case, get him, get him. But normally, I do think, okay, but wait. Okay, so sometimes you want to teach someone a lesson because if you don't sue them, do they think they can always get away with it? And so there is that part of me that thinks, you know, they may never, you can't squeeze blood out of a turnip. I don't know how much they got or could ever get from OJ. Right. But if it hurts him just a little bit, because really, basically, OJ's walking free. He's got a Twitter account for right. Pete's sake now right. that he's out of jail for the last thing he went to jail right. for. Right, right. <laughs> um, but morally, I mean, it's not going to bring Nicole and Ron back. No, not at so all. So what do you get from it? So is it about punishing the person? And is are there other ways to punish well, someone than for you to benefit financially? I think part of it is about punishing the person. I think. I mean, you want to make, especially when you talk about murder. Well, yes. Murder, you want to, yes. you know, you want them to suffer. You want them to die. Somehow. It's kind yeah. of an eye for an eye. But of course, as Gandhi said, an eye for an eye and the whole world will go blind. Did Gandhi say that? I believe so. Okay. Wait, wait. I thought he said it. Now you're questioning me. Do you? Have, is there someone else who said it? No. Was it a pirate? <laughs> Arr, an eye for an eye. An eye, an eye, an eye. I don't know who said it. Oh. Yeah, I, I know that is a Gandhi quote. Okay. So we'll see. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll look it up later. <laughs> uh, there are other things that will make you go blind too, you know. <laughs> Like, That's I why don't I was know. Questioning why do you think was... I wear glasses? <laughs> That's why I was questioning if it was Gandhi. I'm like, are you sure? But anyway, to, but but to answer your question, yes, I think that I think that uh, uh, there is a limit. There should be a limit. But again, it becomes a gray area in a morality code. How do you? How do you legislate morality? I think that's one of the problems that we've had. I think so. Certainly in, in our justice system is trying to legislate morality. But, okay, so think about this. If you have an attorney that comes to you, let's say you're in an accident and you get whiplash and need some repairs done on your car and it's the other person's fault. What if an attorney tells you that, well, we can get a lot for, again, going back to the, you know, the mental duress. Right. And it's going to get you more than just doing the repair on your car. And, you know, in time, because you have some doctor bills and they tell you wear a neck brace and don't lift anything, you know, with your head. Right. (laughs) And so, but you can get more really than what just pays for. Would you be tempted by, well, listen, I think this is worth at least 25,000 or whatever. Oh, you would certainly. Who wouldn't wouldn't be tempted by money? I would be too. And I'd like to think I would do the right thing. I would like to think so. But my gosh. That would be hard, wouldn't it, if somebody thinks that there's like, you know, a really great profit to be had. I had a wrongful termination lawsuit against an employer of mine, or the employer that I worked worked for. Uh, it was a cable company. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, in the, in the final judgment, I wanted to get cable TV for life. Because as an employee, you got free cable TV. You got all the channels, all the pay-per-view events, all that and everything. Yeah. Me being a dedicated employee that didn't mess up, but this was uh, junior high politics, and that's a whole different show on this thing. But I thought, you know what? I should be compensated. I should get cable for the rest of my life because I would have worked at that job the rest of my life. I should get cable TV the rest of my life. Yeah. And my attorney, of course, looked at me like I was crazy in, in, because they do this stuff all the time. They say, no, no, it doesn't work that way. You calculate how much that would cost, and you go for that amount of money. I'm like, well, that's not the same, because then they pay it off and I'm done. I want them, I want the people responsible to to know that every month I'm getting free cable because they screwed up. <laughs> so I wonder what attorneys, I wonder what the difference is then for what an attorney sees as a moneymaker, as opposed to just going for the damages or whatever. Well, it's what they think they can get in their percentage. I mean, they're not, right. to me, they're not doing it for you. Well, I they're agree with that. They're in it for that. the money. But, what is, but what's the difference between what you could have gotten versus if I trip over a tree trunk and maybe then they, maybe do the, would they see that as a moneymaker? I mean, I wonder when, why did they think her seeing a rodent in her, you know. Food. C- right. Chuck Fung Yu or whatever. I couldn't think of a Chinese <laughs> Watch dish. your language. <laughs> well, for instance, so I, so, uh, uh. So 
I, a friend of mine and I back, uh, I don't even know if Sizzler's still in business. I don't think it is. But uh, even yeah. if it isn't, we, we went to a Sizzler one time, and I kid you not, there was a roasted cockroach on my plate. It had been cooked with my food. That's gross. And I was like, what is, and I was like, oh my gosh. So we called the waitress over and said, what is that? That's a cockroach on my plate. And if plate. you can see it, then they can could right. have, should have seen it. And uh, so what eventually happened is a manager came over, mm-hmm. and we weren't going to make a big deal. Our appetites were gone at that point. Yes. We're gone. We're like, you yeah. know what? We just want to get out of here. Yep. Yep. Uh, the manager came over, took our information, said, and it was so funny. It was such a politically correct thing to, to say 30 years ago. She said, we're trying to, uh, we've been working very hard to keep our, uh, what was it? keep our pest population to a minimum oh to a minimum and i always remembered that because i always thought minimum how about to eliminate it just just have a few yeah, exactly <laughs> but so what they did they sent us gift certificates to sizzler <laughs> great now we didn't sue we weren't sue happy we mm-hmm. could have made a big deal we could have made a I'm huge sure deal have, about yeah. the whole thing we did not they sent us gift certificates, and I don't even, you know what, for all I know, I probably still have that somewhere in my archives, because it was like, after that, I didn't want to go to Sizzler. Now, years later, when I had my uh, kids, we would go to, we went to Sizzler, went to a different Sizzler. Mm-hmm. I would just never go to that location ever again. Yeah. In fact, it was uh, on University Avenue, and mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer that one stayed, but the other one, I went to all the time with my kids, and I probably still have that gift certificate, though. <laughs> I just had another bite of muffin. They're good. That was good stuff. You guys are good. So, th- so that's the thing. It's it's uh, if you don't, you don't have to go after. Like I said, I, I clearly there was something I I could have said. Oh, that made yep. me violently ill. I'm never going to eat a restaurant again. I need yep. you know have nightmares, pain and suffering, and all this stuff. Gonna have to quit my no, job. No, I disability. understand. Things happen. You know, it, it, I don't think it was intentional or anything like that. And it did make us sick that day. We were like, we're, we're out. And yep. in fact, what they did, the, the first thing the manager did was bring us over a couple of beers. But <laughs> I, I don't drink. My buddy did. So he got two. But it was like, we talked about it afterwards. He was like, oh, yeah, they're going to try to get us drunk so that so we don't you... do anything about it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> It'll make everything better. But I mean, I understand. I mean, they panicked and they were like, oh, well, let's you know do everything we can for them. We didn't have to pay for anything because we didn't eat anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, we didn't sue. And I could have. So it's it's just and, a matter. And this wasn't in the, the buffet, people. like the salad buffet. No, this no, is this a was, dish we that ordered, somebody we, had to right, dish up, prepare, prepare bring right. to you, and they missed the giant cockroach. Right, roach. it wasn't giant. The cockroach. <laughs> it wasn't giant. It was a medium sized one, but it was but clearly still, it was cockroach nasty. on the food. And, but it was cooked, so it was roasted. So what the heck? In some countries, I think you know, that's probably a. I think years down the road, years down the road, we delight. went to an insect fair, and I think my sons and I all got suckers with a with a cricket Ew. in the middle of Ew. them, and we ate those. Never. So no, how can I complain no. about a roasted cockroach on my plate when well, years later you I have a more I, sophisticated <laughs> palate now? <laughs> You've evolved. <laughs> Well, I think I'm glad to know that we're more or less on the same page here, I'd say, which is, yes, you, well, I don't know if I'll say, you would hope that you we would both have a moral obligation to not want to just clean somebody's clock. Right, right. Is that that's beating exactly. someone up? That's it. Clean them out. You know, same thing. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, we would not, it, it's. We hope. We'd, we'd, we'd weigh it out. Yes. Unless it was a lot of money. <laughs> that's the thing isn't that weird because we're trying no, we're trying to make blanket statements but then it's like well on the other what, hand what i know there's the cartoon figure with the dollar signs oh, in your eyes God. when Cha-ching! like you know five hundred thousand. Oh my i could retire well Ooh, there's our <laughs> our sound effect that lets us know it's time time to move along paranormal corner into the dark cobwebs of the paranormal corner so I'm going to bring it down a little bit, because okay. this is something that happened to me recently. And oh, I'm, I can't wait. Unfortunately, I, darn it, I did not follow up on this. I'm so disappointed future. in myself for not following it up, but but I'll uh, I'll follow up on a, on a future show. Okay. So, uh, you know, as you know, I, I uh, of my many talents in the media industry and all that, I also, between jobs, do handyman work. So I've been doing a lot of handyman work uh, lately. 
a project I'm working on right now for a client remodeling a bathroom. And uh, I do more work in my garage than I normally do. Mm-hmm. I don't go into my garage at night. It's not something I do. I you know do my gardening during the day, and, mm-hmm. and that's about it. But the other night, I had to go in there because I was uh, you know moving equipment around and getting stuff for, prepared for the next day. And I turned on my garage light, and and it's just a, a small ceiling fan with a regular incandescent bulb in it, and the bulb flickered, flickered, and glowed low. It didn't burn out, you know, because mm-hmm. lights will flicker and you know, do sure. a big poof and psh. Yep. And it and it, but it did not do that. Didn't do that at all. In mm. fact, it was so strange that it, the way it, the way it, it, it kind of flickered a little bit, and then it went to this low yellow glow, and I had never seen a light strange. do that. Yeah. And you know what? I got the feeling that it might be my son talking to me. And for those who, d- who don't know, haven't listened to the show, I have a, a son who died of cancer uh, 11 years ago at 24 and a half years old. And, and uh, so I started speaking to it mm-hmm. because I, you know what, and I don't know, and, and this is a thing when we talk about this kind of stuff, I don't know if it's an emotional thing that we feel because we want to have a connection with someone who's beyond, right? but this did just happen within the last few days. And of course, as we know from the mythology that Halloween, the closer you get to Halloween, the thinner the veil between the that's living what, and the dead that's what is. They say. And I think of that every Halloween. I love Halloween. Mm-hmm. So I think of that often. Yeah. You know, I think, wow, yeah. it's getting closer to the... And then I go into the garage and this happens with this light and it starts glowing. And my kids loved Halloween. We always did Halloween really big at my house. So I thought it... I thought it was, I felt, I felt probably because I wanted to as well, that it was a visitation from my son. I hope it was. So I talked to him. Oh, good. I, out loud, you know, and I said, you know, Mark, Marky is, it was, it was Mark Jr. It, is that you? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I, I love you, son, which is, you know, I tell my boys that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, you know, I, I miss you a lot. And I, I wonder what it would be like if you were here today of what you would, what you would be doing, where your life You're would go. You're going to make me cry. I know. Well, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting teary-eyed talking yeah, about it. Yeah. But it was. It was very emotional for me. Sure. And, you know, I think of my son often, but I don't always allow myself to get emotional about it, to cry about it. So I was sitting there and I was tearing up while I was doing this, mm-hmm. you know, because I thought, you know what, what if it is because we're getting closer to that veil getting thinner. Maybe he's given me a message or something like that. And so I had a little chit-chat with him. Now, the light was not responding. I didn't ask questions or anything like that. Yeah. But it was just the only light that was on in the garage, because by this time, the automatic garage door light had already timed out and Mm -hmm. went off. Mm -hmm. And I told him how much I loved him and how much I missed him and how much I wonder what would happen in his life if he hadn't have gone and... And, and, and what that, a beautiful experience. And that was it. And then I turned the light off. Yeah. And what I didn't do, this was my lack of preparation. I wanted to, in the next couple of nights, go out into the garage at night, turn on that light. See if if that light comes on regular yeah. brightness, yes. that to me is going to solidify that was a visitation. Mm-hmm. If the light doesn't come on because it burned out, well, that's going to tell me that, you know yeah. what? That was just a thing that happened and I got way too emotional about it yeah. because of the need for connection with people that we love and have lost. But uh, anyway, so I'll do that on a future show. I'll let you know. Because like I say, I don't don't go into my garage at night Mm -hmm. very often at all. And when I do, I certainly don't go to that side and turn that light switch on because usually the light that's with the uh, garage door is enough. Yeah. So. It's interesting you say that because um, I won't get into a lot of details, but as you know, Mark, my mother was in the hospital for a week recently 2020 all 2020 and so I had to go to her house to get a couple of things and I went back to the master bathroom which is off of the bedroom mm-hmm. my stepfather her husband passed away three, three years, years ago, ago this Christmas wow. a, a side note if he were still here we would be having him on the show and all of you would love <laughs> yeah, him you would, would just great. love him yeah anyway he had a larger than life personality and his last 
months, a lot of his time was um, spent, well, actually in a hospital or an aftercare, but also he was at home and in the restroom a lot. Um, anyway, I went into the restroom to get something out of there for my mother and uh, the lights not, didn't just kind of dim or flicker. It went out and then came back on. Wow. And I immediately thought of Joe and I just said hello to Joe and how you doing? I hope you don't mind that I'm in here. And um, I would say that probably some of that, you're probably right, that uh, maybe it's because we want to connect. I can't go there to their house and not think of Joe, too. Joe's all right. over that place, right. the things that she has there. Right. Um, but I did think, well, so it was in the morning, so I know her air, her air conditioning didn't go on because here. Right. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a uh, dip a circuit, in the electricity yeah. because of the air conditioner kicking in or anything. And usually when that happens, at least here or when the pond, I have a pond in front of my house and it's got a filter, a pump. When that comes on, everything dims a little bit and then it just right. comes right back up. Right. This was more dramatic. Wow. Um, so I don't know what to think of that, but it's interesting that you and I had a similar experience recently. Right, right. And it makes you wonder. You hear from people who are, quote, experts that that people on the other side have to draw from the energy around them in order to manifest in some way. Right. We don't know. Listen, I don't know if anybody is ever going to be able to prove any of this, but I have certainly experienced, like you did, um, other that and, and this is and like I say it is closer and closer to Halloween which is when I moved into this house approximately which is when the veil gets thinner mm -hmm. maybe maybe that's what that was so have you experienced something like that if you have we would love to hear from you you can call us at 909-572-0278 that is our listener line and uh, call in and we'll talk about it or well, actually, we won't talk about it, but leave a message, I should say. Yeah. And uh, we'd or like to Or open up like a conversation. You can send a message to us um, on our wall on, at Facebook. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Snack a Little. That's right. We want to interact with social media. We thank you for tuning in to your show. Your show? It is your show. It's our <laughs> it's show. It's our show. It's All everybody's together. show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, come around, say hello, and come back. And be sure to tell your friends to tune in to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. This is uh, show number 50, I think, that we just did. So we're just about coming up on uh, finishing up an entire year of shows. Go us. So, uh, and we've sure had a lot of fun. Be sure to tune in next week. We'll have more for you then. Come on back, y'all. <laughs> Bye.